Hi there, and welcome to Drunk History Presents The Dark Ride, a Disney Parks podcast hiding in a drinking game. Here we will talk about and rate all of your favorite and not-so-favorite rides and attractions, and maybe catch some interesting facts along with our buzz. My name is Ryan Bieber, and I'm here with my co-host Adrian Hamilton. We are two die-hard fans of the House of Mouse, and we started this show because we know it's not just the losers and weirdos who like this stuff. So we're here to normalize all of you adulting Disney files and have a few adult beverages while we're at it. And now that that's out of the way, let's find out what we're talking about today. Vroom, vroom. All right, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls. Today we'll be heading over to the present land for, does it smell like gas to you? Ride that entices young and infuriates the old. We're taking a spin on the Tomorrowland Speedway. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up, churning and burning. They yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Yeah, going the distance. Wow, that was perfect. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> that was a perfect start to playing in traffic. <laughs> right? Who doesn't love cake? I love cake. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, the band's okay, but like, I love cake. <laughs> Right. Adrian, how are you today? I'm great. I'm I'm really just I'm concerned about this. I'm 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 feeling like I'm I'm hoping that I'm nice about this ride. You're hoping that you're nice about this? I just have one question. Are you ready to double to fasten your double seatbelt and bump some rails? Because I know I am. Um I am a good girl, so absolutely not. <laughs> no bumping rails, sound, huh? But that's a classic. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is a drinking podcast. We have drinking games that go along with our podcast. In order to do that, we need something to drink. And today we will be drinking a nice ice cold Budweiser, oh. the king of beers and the sponsor of race car driving, Budweiser. This recipe is brought to you by America. We don't like the taste of water, so we drink Budweiser. <laughs> I love it. Cheers. Absolutely. Cheers to you. Uh, if you want to be fancy, I do have a, an option for you fancier people out there that are too good for the bud. Uh, if you want to be fancy, you can make yourself a, a recipe called a Speedway, uh, which is a recipe from Dixie Vodka. It's two parts vodka, one part cranberry juice, one part lemonade. Shake that shit and pour it over some muddled orange wheels ice and fill it up with Sprite. Mm -mm, sweet nectar of the trailer park. Orange wheels of ice. That is fancy. Oh, yeah. So what are you drinking out of? Uh, today I'm drinking out of my uh, my Piston Cup Classic mug. It's got all the legends of, uh, of the Piston Cup. It's got Junior and Smokey and Doc Hudson, all of my favorite cars. Uh, you know, I heard that as my pissed in mug, and I was like, ooh. Well, really? you know, uh, one thing can act as two, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking out of my teacup because this ride is ro located right next to the teacups. All right, yeah. Even though sure. we're in Tomorrowland, they Absolutely. are there in plain sight. Absolutely. Um, okay, so let's, uh, let's cover some of these basics. Because this is a basic bitch ride. So let's cover some of these basics. 
All right, so this uh, this ride is named the Tomorrowland Speedway. That's its current name. Um, it is located technically in Tomorrowland, although this has always been like kind of a problematic location for this ride because, as you just said, it's right next to the teacups. It's yeah. kind of in that uh, area that's between lands, and it has nothing yeah. to do with the future. So no, it does like not. Yeah, it's like more like it's in yesterday land or present tenseville or or, or something <laughs> something not right. not future oriented. Uh, this attraction uh, has sisters uh, in Disneyland, uh, where it originally it was an opening day attraction. Disneyland Paris, Hong Kong, and Tokyo. Um, and here in Florida, which is the the one that we're talking about. Uh, it was an opening day attraction, um, and that was on the magical date of October first, nineteen seventy one. Okay. Yeah. So um, I didn't know it was an opening day attraction. Yeah. So like this, this attraction was like part of Walt's plan from the get go. You know, he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get kids to to <laughs> take on the American dream and drive an automobile." That's you know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean. It, it, there's something about this that doesn't feel um, innovative to me. Well, I mean, now for sure, but at the time in '55 when he put it out, yeah, uh, you know, cars were not um, as prevalent as they were today in the there highway. There's no go karting or anything like that. I don't think so. I mean, like, there's maybe like soapbox, soapbox derby type style right. stuff that kids would have maybe driven in, but um, but mostly uh, there was no highways, and so. When this attraction showed up in in Disneyland, what it was really doing is showing what it would be like to drive on a highway. Um, okay. Now that's a little bit different in theming than what and and you'll you can see the difference when you go and ride the Disneyland one. It's a lot more like circuitous and winding, and uh, it's it's a little bit more pleasant because you're just kind of like it feels like you're actually just out for like a like a drive. Um, where here the theming was that you were in a, a Grand Prix race car and you were doing a like a race on a racetrack, and um, so it's a lot more sparse uh, with with what it has to offer, and you know you, you have big winding curves instead of more tight stuff that you have in California. Okay. Um, so because of that, it's yeah, like it's it's just a little little different. But I think that that was what they were trying to do for the innovation was was really try to get people used to the idea of like everybody ride on the highway and uh, you know we'll make the American dream possible and uh, you know kind of worked for a while I guess okay so what is this this is the world's cutest and slowest go karts with a lane rail to keep the young psychopaths in line this raceway takes you around a Grand Prix style racetrack and it allows uh, young drivers their first time behind the wheel which is a uh, pretty pretty excellent yeah that's cool. Yeah, so um, as we continue down our fact-finding journey, uh, as I mentioned, this was always part of Disney's plan, um, and it was in Walt's plans for Disneyland since the very inception of a park came to him. Uh, the height restriction for this ride is 54 inches to drive alone and 32 inches to drive with someone that's over 54 inches. So, uh, you know, you could be, like, pretty little, less than three feet tall. Toddlers. Toddlers are driving Toddlers are driving this shit. Yeah, and doing a pretty bad job at it. There's a lot of, uh, yeah. a lot of bumping that rails, you know. Fathers yeah, love to bump. Rails, rails earn their keep at the Magic Kingdom. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so uh, 
you know, like, I think that this is probably the many children, their first time behind the wheel of, uh, you know, steering any vehicle, I guess, like, unless you're from like Kansas or like a farming state, because like, then you've been using farm equipment, you know, for the last two years before that, <laughs> like, right. Like, throw you up on the tractor at one and a half years old and say, go, go take care of the lima beans. Yeah. They probably do that. Um, the track itself is two fifths of a mile long. Um, and originally it was a lot longer, but this ride has gone through a lot of changes over the years, um, multiple reductions. And it opened at over 3000 feet long as the grand prix raceway. I'll go, I'll go through kind of like a little bit of the history of this, of this sucker. So in 71, it opens up as the Grand Prix Raceway, over 3,000 feet long. And then a few years down the road in 74, the track was reduced to add Space Mountain. Uh, kind of like all the reasons that it was reduced, I agree with, like, through, <laughs> throughout its history. Sure. You know, you're like, you're like, oh, make this ride worse, make this ride worse. And everybody, you would think I would be not happy about that, except for they're making it worse to add, you know, better, better things. <laughs> better things. Yeah. So um, for the most part, that is. Uh, so in 74, it was reduced, uh, to add Space Mountain and that left the track at about 27, uh, 27, uh, 50 linear feet. And then in 87, it was reduced to add Mickey's Toontown Fair, which later turned into Toontown and that cut off another like 500 feet. And that brought the track down to about 2,200. And then in 2012, it was cut down again to add in, uh, the uh, new Dumbo, uh, the flying elephant ride that we've covered in a previous episode. And, um, and that left it at uh, like 2,100 feet or so. Uh, and that, wow. that's kind of like the last of like the major cuts uh, to the track length. And so that like had it lose 32% of its original length. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of amazing. You know, there was a lot of talk uh, a few years ago that when they, announced tron light cycle run coming in they were like oh tron's gonna just go where the speedway is and they're gonna get rid of the speedway because that you know that old piece of shit doesn't have any business taking up as much land as it does and instead you know they they built tron and they just had to like change the track slightly i don't think it even lost any length it just kind of got like slightly like curved around something um so so yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of amazing that it hadn't been it hasn't been shortened because of that. It's such an interesting thing that it's such an adjustable ride. Totally, totally <laughs> such an adjustable ride because it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it, but it really is. Like, if you think about it, like, all they have to do is like lay down new concrete and then screw in new rails, and then it's fine. Yeah, so, it's super easy. Yeah, super easy in comparison to like the others. There's no infrastructure that it requires. You know. Right. Um, so on the track, there are 92 cars on four tracks, including 24 cars in the loading zone getting filled up by uh, good little boys and girls. Uh, the cars themselves are called Autopia Mark 7 vehicles, and they were designed by Disney Imagineer legend Bob Gurr. So let's cheers to the Imagineers. Mr. Mr. Gurr is cheers, one of my Bob. heroes. This dude is so cool. Uh, you can follow him like on Instagram. He's still active. He still like runs around. He's this like little old man. He's awesome. Uh, and he is like the designer behind most of your favorite Diz vehicles, including the monorail trains, 
the Toad Hall cars. I even think that he's the designer behind uh, Mr. Lincoln in, I don't know what that, whatever that thing in Disneyland is called, Good Times with Mr. Lincoln. Many Adventures of Mr. Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Lincoln stands up. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Uh, Lincoln is tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Lincoln had a beard. Um, the the cars themselves have nine horsepower Briggs and Stratton engines with rack and spring steering and rear disc brakes with with ten gallon petrol engines. So like they're like real cars. Um, they're you know more badass than most of your go karts that you see, um, but they're just governed down so that you have a horrible time with them, right? <laughs> and, and kids don't get hurt. So we're going to have a little game time. Uh, this one I call Designated Driver. Adrian, as my designated driver, how fast are you going around the Tomorrowland Speedway? Are you going... Uh, we'll do... Let's see. Let's let's say uh, if you win, you have to drink. No, if you win, I have to drink. And if I if you lose, then you have to drink. I, okay, that sounds right. Yeah. All right. And you have to drink for the amount of uh, of mile per hour that it is. That the okay. right answer is. Okay? Okay. Okay. So are you going 5.5 miles per hour, 7.5 miles per hour, 10.5 miles an hour, or 62 miles an hour? <laughs> Seven. You are going 7.5 miles an hour. So lucky me, I get to drink. <laughs> Yay! Cheers. I mean, 62 is funny. That was funny. How cool would it be if you were going 62 miles an hour around that thing? I think the height requirement would be a little different. I wish it wasn't. I wish it was 32-inch children just zooming. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Grandma will take you on that ride. Grandma will take you on that <laughs> uh, The original sponsor was Goodyear. Like the blimp. Like the blimp and the tires, right? <laughs> and they, they put the tires on and Weirdly enough, as you might have learned last week in our Tomorrowland People Mover episode, Goodyear was the People Movers sponsor because in Disneyland. I, in Disneyland, yeah. So that was that's uh, yeah. So in Disneyland, they were the original uh, uh, sponsor because the People Mover was uh, propelled by spinning wheels that would like move the carts mm-hmm. that were built into the track. And in Disney World, they decided we're not going to do the uh, we're going to do an induction, a linear induction magnetic thing. Right. So when they decided to do that, uh, Goodyear was like, well, fuck this. We're out. (laughs) Like, we're not going to sponsor that. Right. No. Well, that makes sense. And Disney was like, hey, uh, light bulb (laughs) over the head. uh, Why don't you sponsor the race car thing that we have (laughs) going on next door? Yeah. Way, way more fitting. Yeah, way more fitting. So uh, that was the original sponsor, and uh, they uh, they were there for a while, putting tires on the cars. Uh, in '94, the Grand Prix theme was uh, the name was dropped, and it was now named the Tomorrowland Indy Speedway, and it was now being sponsored by the Indianapolis Motor Speedway from race car fame. And then in 2008, it changed over to the Tomorrowland Speedway when Indianapolis uh, stopped their sponsorship. Okay. So the uh, the current track is composed of a series of curves. Uh, uh, this is some of my less uh, 
less entertaining factual information, but just so you know, it is the, as you come out of the gate, it's the Daytona curve followed by the Indy curve, bringing it home with the Mickey curve right over the bridge onto the straightaway where you go and ride right next to Gasoline Alley where they store all the cars that are not being used at the time. And then you move forward all the way over to the ever so classically named U-curve. I bet you can't guess what shape that is. And then you uh, pass and you win the big prize. Yay! Are the curves now called the flatten the curves? Oh. <laughs> COVID, COVID-related re-theming. I like it. I like it. <laughs> So, Adrian, you um, let's let's talk about some some initial memories. What what are your initial thoughts and memories? Did you did you ride this a lot when you were as a child? I love this ride. Yeah, I think this was a top ride. I I I remember waiting on the bridge like you you, like the queue used to be like over. You have to go over a bridge. Sure, still went like over the track, and then like so you're just watching everybody down below, and like you said, the smell of the gasoline. Um, now in my old age, it's a little loud for me. I don't ride it. And I, it's so loud going past it. You just hear that. Like, like you made like a vroom vroom noise in the beginning of this episode. It's like, it's more like a, it's so like, it's a lot. I'm pretty sure that those engines haven't been replaced since 1971. Those engines sound like they are clinging and clanking inside of those tiny little hoods. Like it's. It's uh, I, I have not gone on it as an adult. I have no desire to, but as a child, I love it. I loved it. Yeah, uh, I think you know the same experience with me. Um, uh, although I still ride it as an adult every time, and it's we'll get into it later. But like, it's a mistake to do that. But <laughs> like, yeah. um, I, but there is something about it that I love, um, especially like seeing kids on it. Uh, I think like it's it's such a rite of passage and such a special moment for so many uh, so many kids um, that that are driving something for the first time and you feel so adult when you finally are able to you know be big enough to do it um, so I think that's pretty special so yeah uh, so what do you think game time you want to get into some uh, some drinking here let's drink this traffic jam yeah drink that jam. <laughs> Yeah. You. Speed racer. Speed racer. Okay, so we're playing Drink That Ride. Uh, this is a a drinking game where we drink the difference. So the shittier the ride is, the drunker that you will get. Uh, the way that we do it is we rank the rides via our categories and uh, you drink the difference. So if the category goes up to five points and uh, you score it a three, then you drink the difference, which would be two. So our categories are Q, which is five points. That's, uh, that's the line for you imbeciles out there. <laughs> we found uh, out that some people don't know what a cue is so we're explaining it now <laughs> yeah but you're only getting it this once from me i'm only going to explain it once <laughs> so for you imbeciles. so yeah so the, the cue the cue is the line uh and the way that we look at the cue is like the totality of like everything from when you first arrive at the attraction uh all the way till like you board the vehicle sure 
Um, the length of the ride, uh, it's pretty self-evident. The thrill level, um, you know, how, how thrilling is this uh, attraction? The immersion, um, and that's uh, the last three that I just mentioned were all out of five points. The immersion, we, we change it up. It's out of 10 points. And that includes all of the sights, sounds, the ride vehicles themselves, uh, you know, anything that would make you immersed in, um, in the attraction itself. So then we follow that up with the fun level. That's our dark horse in the, in the, uh, the race. The fun level is worth 25 points. It can really turn things on its head. And, uh, you know, Disney's selling fun. And uh, how fun is that to you? And it's out of 25 points. So let's start with the queue out of five points. Um, you know, as Adrian, as you said earlier, it's, it's got these like bridges and catwalks. Um, you, you enter through under like a, a big banner race car type sign, mm -hmm. uh, or, or race course type sign. Those checkered um, flags. The checkered flags everywhere. Yeah. The wings, like the mm -hmm. indie wings. Um, it does, it really does feel like kind of like your, uh, you're like the town next door to you, like their kind of crappy racetrack, <laughs> um, like a nice version of that, you know, because it's not it's not like you're going to like Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's like you're going to like, you know, going some to Fayetteville's. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fayetteville's finest. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, like when when Indianapolis Motor Speedway was a sponsor, they did they did a bunch of stuff to that area that kind of brought in like uh, an air of authenticity and. It's got like the big uh, like number placement placard with like all like the different numbers and lights, and it's got Gasoline Alley where all the cars are being stored, and you know, kind of just kind of feels exciting, like like you're about to start a race, and it's got the you know the uh, yellow, the red, yellow, and green lights, like you're uh, in a in a, uh, a real race car. <laughs> I don't know, like it's and uh, so like the queue is not dog shit it's not right it's not dog shit it's kind of as good as bad can be well you have yeah you have to also think like what could be the better like for what it is what could be better i don't know like yeah I, it's, it's all outdoor speedway. right but right, it's all it's it's all or or it's all outdoor but some of it has cover on it yeah that so, like snaking of the line is undercover i will yeah. say that one thing i remember as a child about this um, was that when you're actually in your car, you're like waiting for the cars in front of you to go, and it's very like frustrating. It's like they're like all lined up, and they're, they're, you're just like, and they're like, this one's got to wait. And so, at that part of the, the the queuing experience drove me bananas, and even like coming in, like waiting for all the cars in front of you for everyone to get out. The seat belting of it, like, is obviously is an important thing. But it takes a while, like the loading and unloading of these vehicles. If I remember right, the seat belting like isn't even a seat belt though. It's no, just it's a, like, it's, a, it's like a literally a belt that like yeah. comes across and just like goes on a tab, and that's it. Yeah, like, it doesn't like, even you, click if you're in. in. If you're in it with someone else, you have to both be able to to strap that in together. Yes, which is always fun for me. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, totally, uh, totally. Um, yeah, and like you know, like uh, uh, you know, most of us are, are much much smaller than our parents, um, you know, while riding this. And like, you know, my dad is a big guy, and so like, you know, that seatbelt wasn't doing shit. <laughs> it, was, it was not saving. You know what I was thinking about with this, like, it's like the one time that you're driving something where like, like, what if you had a beer? 
Like, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. It's, like, I don't want me to have a dark thought, but like, there's drinking now in the parks and all. It's like, this is a vehicle with an engine. Yeah, but it it's can't not real. go. It can't can... hurt anybody, which is why. But it's probably the one time that you could like not worry about drinking and driving because a, a toddlers drive this, and that a toddler driving is basically what a drunk person is like driving. Yeah, I I have uh, in my past, a long time ago, uh, an experience not on this ride, but on something similar at a, at a Six Flags that will remain unnamed. Uh, where it's better uh, that way? Don't name them. Yeah, where where I. Uh, I stopped steering so I could do other things with my hands and this ride, you know, you still get to where you're going. So you can do, you know, you can drink and drive, you can do whatever you got to do. Uh, cause, cause you don't need to actually steer. And so my car was just going ka-dunk, 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 against the rail as I, uh, you know, uh, Im- imbibed, uh, substances on. <laughs> so you were actually drinking on the speedway. You know, things happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's perfectly allowed because there's a rail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There certainly is. Like, and and the cars have bumpers on them, which is not a normal condition, and they don't go very fast. So it's like it's no, the one don't. time that you could it's... actually drink and drive and feel okay about yourself. That's yeah, you should be proud. That, I would say, in the just fun, be proud. In the fun level, that is something to keep in mind, ladies and gents. And also, we're talking about cars here, and we're drinking, so please drink responsibly yeah don't drink and drive uh anywhere where there's not a rail in between your tires and if that rail wasn't there before you started driving because if you jump the curb and then there's a rail i don't want (laughs) we're not we're not saying we're not liable for that (laughs) we're not saying that's a good idea uh all right so q out of five points uh i'm gonna go i'm coming in at a two it's like maybe i'm also coming in at a two it's not okay. the worst cue, but it's not the best. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm debating two, three. I'm, you know what? I'll play true to our game, and I'll say it's a three. Okay, I'm gonna still give it a two. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. It's a three for Adrian and two for me. And how many for you at home? Let us know on our uh, Insta or our. Yeah. Our, uh, Let us know. I, we want to hear other people's scores. See. If yeah, we like want to know right how how crazy we are about these things. <sighs> All right, so as we move forward into length of ride, uh, you know, once you actually get to start moving, because like you said, when you first start, it's really aggravating uh, to like actually get to the race course to start. Yeah. But once you do start to move, it's um, about four minutes and 45 seconds in its current layout to, to go zooming around all that boring stuff to look at. Um, you know, I say about because... Uh, it all depends on, like, do you keep your foot on that gas or do you take it off? Or, you know, like, people stop in the middle sometimes, which is weird, and then you slam into them. Um, yeah, some people's cars just don't go. Yeah, yeah. And if you're that person, you feel like such a dope. And oh, you yeah. it's like, it's not your fault. It's not your freaking car. You know, <laughs> but you're just kind of like, God, why did it got to be my car that doesn't yeah. go? I can't believe I didn't pay my AAA membership. Ah. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this when you said – I was thinking even before you said like you know this boring track, they do a plus on this at the holidays. Uh, they mm. do an overlay. They do. But um, I, I was like, I wonder if they could make it like a little cooler. Like maybe I was. I think that this should be totally rethemed to the movie cars. I just think it would be cuter. But um, I always thought that it would make a really good wreck. I also think it. 
I think uh, if it's attraction. cars, it kind of makes more sense of it kind of being in between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland because it's like it's got a little bit of like a fantasy level to it. Um, but then I was thinking, like, sure. if you're driving, you're not really supposed to be looking around at things. So I'm like, I wonder if it's like if it's purposeful that there's not much to look at purposely boring. when you're driving, you're supposed to be concentrating on the road. I don't know. Yeah. Kid concentrate. Concentrate <laughs> on the road. I don't know. Like I, I it's maybe it's like, I, I'm uh, thinking like they, somebody, they had to have talked this out, you know, like I don't think that they wanted to have a sure, boring sure. track. So in the Disneyland version, um, which is sponsored by Honda, um, they have Honda's little robot pal, Asimo, Asimo, something like that. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, Honda, as a company, makes this robot that like is I don't know human form or whatever, and and it like actually can talk and like move around and walk. You can look it up online, and uh, and Asimo is its name, and Asimo like is shown throughout the ride as you're driving around. There'll be scenes where Asimo is doing stuff like camping. Or okay. like doing weird things, and it kind of adds, you know, just like a little bit of theming and a little bit of product placement, and like it's kind of great. So um, Disneyland's got Asimole. Maybe we can have Asahole, and it'll just be its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Just put a giant asshole that you drive through, and then that's the theme. <laughs> you like, and then it turns into body body tours because we missed that that default. Oh, that classic. was a, that was a. That was a classic. It made me so scared that I had little like inner tubes in my body because the, the the red blood cells flying at me. Yeah, well, imagine that while you're trying to drive, because <laughs> you because you entered somebody's asshole. <laughs> asshole. All right. So what we're ta- we were talking about length of ride here. Yeah, we're talking about length of your lower intestines. I mean, four uh, minutes sounds good. So you're saying there was a point where it was like. A third more than that. It was about six minutes. Yeah, it was probably about. It was over six minutes because it's right now. It's four minutes forty five seconds. So it's probably like yeah, like seven or eight minutes. That's before. too much. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I probably agree with you. I think that right now it's. I, I don't want it to be any longer. The thing of the thing is, is like there's something funny about this. Like even as a child, like I feel like the whole time you're kind of laughing. Like your parents are laughing about how bad of a driver you are. Like, you're laughing because the car sucks and it's, like, going back and forth. Um, I don't know. I'm warming up to it a little bit. Um, the length, four minutes sounds good. I'll, I'll give that I'll give that a three. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm three. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <sighs> Drinking and drinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you ready for this? <laughs> The next category is thrill. This is where these little rides here really shine. Yeah, this is the shining moment for it. You know, so it's it's weird because like the thrill level as a you know person in their thirties is not the same as a thrill level of a three-year-old <laughs> or like a six-year-old or yeah, something. because a three-year-old's not going to see it as scary either. Because I have I have a three-year-old nephew, he's going to think he's like the shit driving that thing around he has a a little fiat that he drives around my grandparents house his grandparents house my parents house um and it's thrilling though for them because it's like it's kind of a big car like it's kind of like a real car you know 
I think it's, it's more like engine. I think it's more confidence building. Like they're driving their parent or their like older person around. Like yep. they're in charge. They're the like it's um even but even as a child, I mean I do remember like being a little nervous as a child. Like yes. when it'd be my time. Not even so much about like scared, but like like performance anxiety. <laughs> like Oh, I am not gonna screw this up. I'm not gonna hit like if I hit the rail in front of my dad. Yeah. Like, no, I can't yeah, do like, that. I have to do I, well. I have to I prove will, to I him. I have a, a ride back to, to, the, uh, to the north. Um, so I do You know what? I'm going gonna, gonna to trump that and say that I still feel that way when I hop in that car, <laughs> where I yeah. say to myself, like, don't you hit that rail. Right. Like, get your shit together. You yeah, gotta, get like, your shit together. Like, yourself, you're going like... to be on this thing. And if you want to, like, have any fun on this, like, you got to gamify it and do not hit that fucking rail, Ryan. Right. Right. Um, which so that's something. There's something to that. It gives you a, a little bit of, little bit of anxiety, which is always scary. There's, there's something there. You know what? This just jumped one point up from what I was giving it, because I was giving it a one. I was going bottom barrel because it's not very thrilling at all. Um, but it just, it just. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking though from a child perspective, I, and and I, I'm thinking that this this. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to give this a three. Wow. All right. I'm going to give it a three because I think that from a child's perspective, this is about as thrilling as you could get. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I understand where you're coming from. And I mean, if I'm going from a child's perspective, it's probably a four. It's probably like, you know, very. That's why I'm splitting the difference. Like I would give it a five as a child. I'd probably give it a four and I'm going to round up and give it a three. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with uh, with Tuville. Okay. All right. So, drinking, drinking, delicious. Ah, this bud's for you. It's a very long time since I've drank a non-light beer, so. Yeah, enjoy it. I didn't realize what beer tastes like. <laughs> yeah, get your Clydesdale on. <laughs> Love Clydesdales. Oh, yeah. All right. Next category is immersion. This includes the sights, sounds, and the ride vehicle. Everything kind of about the ride uh, that makes you feel like you're in a place. Um, you know, uh, there's some things that this ride does uh, very well, and then there's some things that it does not and could, you know, be better at. So right. some of my notes are like, uh, you know, like it doesn't have any music that I can nope. think of, you know, which is shitty. Uh and it's got like really the Disney world version has like incredibly boring settings, you know, like where you're driving through this, like these five curves and the, the curves are big and swooping and like, they don't do anything. Like there's nothing to look at. Yeah. Um, and you go over like a little bridge and it's just like, it's, it's just not very good. And then it's like a really bad use of technology, technology that's so outdated for, for it to be in Tomorrowland. Yeah. Um, and then the cars are loud and stinky well, oh, that was going to be my comment. But that, but that's kind of like a racetrack. Right? Here's the like, thing, though. I, I feel like the immersion here isn't appealing. It's annoying. Uh, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The yeah. things it's that annoying. are immersive here are not. It's like the Zoom. Like the difference of like meeting someone face to face versus meeting someone in Zoom. Like, yeah, I'm still talking to that person, but there's like annoying aspects to it, and sure. that's what I feel about this. Like, it, it's like the sound is really, really loud. It's really stinky with that gas smell, even though I love the smell of gas. Like, I think it's a great smell. Um, the placement of this ride is in a very weird part of Tomorrowland that is not a good part. There's no, like, there's no lights. Like, it's kind of like, 
the exit of Tomorrowland, like, I, I always feel like I stop there on those benches and, like, I have to, like, already put, like, a Band-Aid on the back of my, when I get the shoe bite. Like, that's kind of where I'm always, that's where I'm always changing my Band-Aid because my feet are bleeding. Um, sure. It's just not a great whole area. I don't have a warm and fuzzy feeling about it. The cars are adorable, but like I said, I think they could be better. I, I Little kids now have these, like, like I said, my nephew has a little Fiat. Like, little kids now have cute little cars that they drive around um, that are way, like, less loud and way more adorable. I, I'm going to give this, in this category of immersion, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a, a, a four. Okay. All right. So, you know, the, the thing, something that we mentioned when we were talking about the people mover in last week's episode um, is, is this idea of Tomorrowland being full of kinetic energy. Right, things moving at different levels and different like like layering of this movement. And I do think that that this adds a ton to that. So, you know, you you have um, you have like moving parts everywhere. You have the people mover going over. You have the astro blaster right nearby. That's uh, not astro blaster. Astro orbiter that's moving right nearby. And you have all these moving pieces to create this kinetic experience. For the people that are not riding so like i almost feel like it's it's more fun for it to exist and not to be riding it than it is to actually be riding it in general so it's like i would rather experience it by either looking down at it from the people mover that's probably my my preferred way of seeing yeah it. um or or like walking by and like seeing some kids like that are driving there because i don't have kids myself like seeing kids drive their parents around and and like the the smiles and the joy on their face uh like and the smell and the sound and like because all of that adds to like the realism for them of this happening of them actually driving because if it's you know like if it's your nephew's fiat that doesn't have any sound to it you know it sounds you know it's got a, a a little speaker that's under the hood that says vroom vroom when he hits the pedal instead of an actual engine that's reacting to them touching the pedal um, you know, like there's like something to that immersion that is like kind of authentic. Okay. Um, so I, I'm going to give this a six for immersion. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will drink six and you will drink four. Ah. And then so there was the fun. Well, what are we at with the technical categories? Okay. Well, um, something got a little. Okay, I can, I can do, I can do math in my head. It's fine. You can do it, Rye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I gave. I'm so far. I have a 14 out of 25, and you have a 12 out of 25. So we're coming in just over half at 13 out of 25 going into the fun round two out of 25 points oh this is gonna Disney be selling fun how fun is this to you uh it's not really all that fun at all you know it, it, it really as an attraction uh as an adult not fun i don't even think that as a kid like you came off and you were like that was fun i think you liked that you did something cool and adult, but I don't think yeah. you ever, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. You're not like, 
let's go on that again. Like nah. you're one and dunning that one. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I, uh, I do think that there's one part of it that's incredibly fun that we haven't talked about yet. And that's uh, that if you can remember that feeling that you get when you're, when your sibling is in the car in front of you with your mom and you're with your dad and they stop towards the end, like when the checkered flag is happening and you get to slam into yeah full force. Well, that's what I, that's what I said before. I think there's a funny aspect to this. Yes. I mean like that part is genuinely, and still to this day, because I just rode this in California with my brother and my brother was in front of me and I slammed into him. It's still fun. Like that part yeah. is, is the only thing to me that's giving this points. But it's like, it's almost like a joke, which is like why I think it's funny. I think it's sort of like, it's funny because are we laughing at it or are we laughing with it? Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I, I, I don't think it's know. a little bit of both. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's taking itself seriously or not. I really don't. Uh, I, I could just say that, like, I, I, I do remember, you know, this being a must-do for me as a child. It is absolutely a walk past, don't even, not even really looking at it as an adult. Like, besides, like you said, the people mover, um, I don't find this fun. Yeah, I don't know if I found it so fun as a child. I'm a little disappointed in it. Like, Yeah, I, especially the Florida version. The California version, I think, does have some fun stuff. Like, there's one part where you, like, go off-road. And stuff, yeah, see, that's, and, and that's, you're like bouncing around and stuff. A like a little bit of intrigue, a little yeah, bit of like yeah. a, it's got. Like a, it's got to look a little bit of trying to, and like you said, I mean, I'm very, very big on the sounds. Like the, the sounds are a big thing for me with with Disney, and this sound, the only sounds that happen here annoy me. Um, yeah, it's four minutes and forty five seconds of like an annoying sounding. Yeah, yeah, like why? Like I, I'm in Disney to hear like you know do 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 do. Like Not that's yeah, like clang clang, clang boom. I'm smelling gas. Like it's just, I'm. I feel so bad, but I, I've got to give this ride a ten on fun. Oh, I'm. Uh, don't feel bad about that. That's exactly where I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, Let's yeah. drink fifteen sips. Yeah. So that's this uh, ride. This is, is going to be challenging. Um, uh, this is this is uh, for my first. You talk. Yeah, this is for my little brother Eric. Uh, we're gonna have to split this up because uh, we don't want we don't want silence. I was talking to my brother when uh, when we were on a car ride uh, uh, recently, and he was like, "I love when you announced to everybody that like don't worry if there's silence because it just means that we're drinking for long periods of time." <laughs> He's like, "It's my favorite thing that you do. That you announce it every time." <laughs> That is true. And it's it's always a good thing if we're quiet. <laughs> and Ryan's really taking it to the head right now. <laughs> oh, 15, bud. <laughs> good thing we're just drinking beer and not doing any of these, like, concoctions that we usually do. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, but I could have, like gone through another can <laughs> just that one, just that one yeah that was story. a big I, I don't know if i've ever given anything a 10 in fun i i don't know yeah i mean as it is i've already gone through two cans on this episode so <laughs> yeah um all right so our 
we have scores like our is it we are let's just say what since this is a speedway and this is a race the highest score is a 48.5 which i don't think it's going to get anywhere near but the low score is a 19 did it did it go lower than the railroad it it is is not only not lower than the railroad but it trumps one of our other uh low low hanging fruits uh the, the hall of presidents the hall of presidents so we're at a 23 <laughs> oh okay i mean that's pretty good for this ride it's yeah i think that that's fair <laughs> i think yeah i think it's i think it's fine it's... i think we i think we did the right thing here i don't think anybody was over the top no no it's it's, it's fine so uh adrian you said uh that um uh, when we when asked if this is a must do uh, it is certainly not for you. It's a walk, a walk, not a walk on, but a walk by. Yeah. Um, and I would agree with you unless you're four. And then I think it's absolutely probably the must do of the park, you know, like uh, one of them. Yeah, for sure. If you're, if you're, uh, you know, allowing your kid to drive a big boy car for the first time, that's such an awesome, awesome thing. Um, but other than that, I think that, you know, if you take a look over the fence and see, see that joy on the kid's face that you're getting uh you know you're getting all that it's it's worth uh, especially if you get to see the moment so like go by like where the checkered flag goes down when all the cars yeah. slow down and that's when everybody slams into one another and that's like a really fun place to just sit and watch for a second yeah as, yeah yeah as you walk past into uh fantasy land uh yeah uh like how long would you wait like if you, if... all right, I'll, I have an answer for that. Okay. By myself, zero zero seconds. I'm not going on it. Yes. Uh, if I was with my nephew, and uh, I'd wait an hour because he would love it. But all right, so like, if Charlie didn't say, you know, "Boo, bring me on this ride," and you were just walking through, like, what's the number that you would like? wait in order to give him the experience without him like knowing that he was going to have that experience i guess I, i'd give him an hour i think because i i would know that he would really love it that's okay that's a lot that's 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 pretty great um yeah, yeah i i think uh you know i would do like 45 minutes with like a a young like a, a young loved one um and probably like 10 minutes uh i guess i'd wait like 10 minutes I've done everything else in the, you know, if I'm trying to do every, like do all of Tomorrowland or, you know, yeah. set myself out for a, uh, like some kind of, you know, weird category thing where I have to hit all the whatever car rides or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably like 10 minutes, I guess. Yeah. This is a ride you do for the love of a child. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, all right. So uh, as we finish up, uh, Adrian, how drunk are you on a scale of, uh, the Cars characters, Cruz Ramirez to Tomater. You didn't say to Lightning McQueen. I'm surprised. I mean, he's the only one that I know. Um, I am pretty. This this one hit me pretty bad, especially with that last one. So I'm um, the Dodo from Alice in Wonderland. Um, totally <laughs> a totally useless non-flying bird. Um, I have no point being here because this is not a ride for me, and I'm just a vanity character based on the author. Well, we're very glad to have you with us. <laughs> uh, I think I'm. I'm going to keep it in the cars land, and then uh, I'm going to say that I'm Fillmore the hippie van because a hippie can. 
Oh, listen to you. You're going to use that pickup line at bars. I do. It's not working. <laughs> not working at all. <laughs> well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. The Dark Ride is presented by Drunk Distory and is available every Wednesday on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing, maybe giving us a five-star rating and a quick review. We've gotten a few five-star ratings lately, and they've, they've really been helping. Uh, so please, you know, keep on, keep on keeping helping, uh, you know, or you can help us out by just telling a fellow Disney parks, loving friend to listen, um, feel free to hit us up at drunk at gmail.com for comments and hate mail and all that fun stuff. You want to send us a mug. That's how you do it. Uh, also please feel free to follow us on Instagram for lots of, uh, great Disney parks content at drunk Distry. Adrian's been making these killer memes. She's a fucking meme machine right now. <laughs> um, so many so awesome. Fun. Yeah. They're so fun. Uh, they're a little bit dark. They're, they're really, really great. Um, there's been a whole slew of them lately on, uh, on Peter Pan and Winnie the Pooh and the country bears. Uh, they're, they're really killer. So, uh, Thank you. Sign up just to just to read those, uh, and thank you for joining us. And remember to always keep your kingdom cool. Everyone told me I'm crazy. I'm thinking of a boy that drives a camera.